Welcome to the Standing 69 podcast, where we walk you through all the positions and technique within Standing 69s. My name Sideways. is Michael. Upside down. <laughs> My name is Inward James Olmos. <laughs> and I'm RJ. <laughs> There's only so many Standing 69 positions. I know. I understand. Yeah. I mean, you got upside down. You can understand. You can overstand. Yeah. <laughs> you got upside down or you got alien face hugger. Yeah. Like, really. Oh, wait, wait, you got the Tokyo Drift. You got the Filipino reach around. <laughs> the Tokyo Drift. It's Tokyo like Drift where you're like sideways and the other person's holding you up like a barbell. Yeah. No, it's yeah. literally they drift around you. So it's like a quick go. Okay. Mm. That's not really 69 then. They got to just close your eyes. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you I guess it has to be standing if it's a standing 69, huh? I guess you could have a hanging 69. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. Now, what happens if one person's really short and the other person's really tall? Well, yeah, one person's gonna have to be kneeling. Like how short? Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me, I'm getting a great detail. Could we put on some sexy music for this? <laughs> like, like, what's the classification from like you know, like three feet or something like that? I think it's more than that. I think it's like four foot eight. It's like legally well, kind of taller than I thought. Yeah. Because my mom's like small. four. <laughs> yeah, my mom's like four twelve. She says that she's five foot, but that's with heels. What if you're doing a standing 69 and a continuous double cartwheel? Ooh, yeah. Is that still a standing like 69? both of you at the same time? Yep. Yeah. But opposite directions. No. Then you separate. It's no longer a standing 69. <laughs> I'm picturing it. It looks cool. <sighs> All right, stand up. Let's do this one, too. I don't think there's enough room in here. I, yeah, I need at least a running start. To do it. <laughs> we need some gymnast mats for this. Just for safety. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So today is episode 53 of the podcast, uh, which is RJ's mix. RJ, do you want to introduce Thou Mix? This mix I titled The Feature is Full of Action. <laughs> now, why? Like, why um, did you make this mix? curious uh i initially started i don't know what i was listening to so action bronson he's popped around a lot i have not devoted much time to him Mm. but everything that i've heard i was like that sounds cool um but i was literally like all right i'm like i'm going to give my time to listen to mac miller so i listened to mac miller's first three albums and i was like this song's sick with action bronson what happens if i make a mix with like hey the feature is action-packed and I was like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to make five songs with Action Bronson featured. Yeah. I love our, like, our three different styles of titling these things. Yeah. Like, Mike's is just most of the time using like common phrases and just using it, but mm-hmm. it's like the mixtape is that common phrase. Right. Mine is just shitty puns or shitty riddles <laughs> most of the time. And then RJ's is just like a collection of words put together <laughs> in a different order that describes exactly what's in the mix. <laughs> With sometimes misdirection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I was, because of this, uh, I, there, there's a lot of thoughts. That I, more thoughts than I thought I would have on this mix, RJ. Oh. But one thing that I really wish... I wish Spotify would make it easier to find features. 
Yeah, they only do that appears on thing, and that doesn't really show everything. No, no. not at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, (laughs) and I don't, I don't know how that works. Like the appears on, it's like, well, not artists that are related to it at all. It'd be like Action Bronson did a song with Garth Brooks. Yeah, ooh, (laughs) no, nobody cares about that. Like, well, do the ASAP Rocky one. You think that if someone is credited as a feature person on the song. You should be able to click on the song and then also click on every artist that's on the song. Yeah, you can do that. You can click view artists. Yes. But not all of them. Yes. That's why I'm just like, I don't, what's going on here, Spotify? They're too busy complaining about Joe Rogan and trans people. (laughs) Got their hands off the buttons. Come on, get back to it, Spotify. (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) Rogan gonna be Rogan. Just let him be. Uh, so you don't oh how far did you get into mac miller's discography because he has a lot of his his i got to his third album this one that i'm on so you're like a fifth into his albums isn't this the third one yes i didn't know he had that many yeah he's got kids before this uh maybe mad mad what is it called not mad city it's a mad mad placity mad placity duplicity Mad, mad Multipli- multiplicity. Mad Michael plicity. Keaton. Yeah, that's a great movie. Great movie. Yeah, he puts his pizza in his wallet. Mm, genius. <laughs> I mean, as far as like one actor playing multiple roles, I think that's probably the best. Like, uh, that's better than Nutty Professor by far. Easily. I heard Kids yeah. in Blue Slide Park. Yeah, those are Macadelic. Macadelic. That's what it oh. is. I think I skipped that one. Macadelic, I, I believe, has a Kendrick feature on it. I believe it does. I believe there's a couple of Kendrick features in the Mac Miller discography. I think there are. He's got a lot of albums. He's got stuff on there, too. Okay. He, uh, yeah, I skipped this one. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Not to mention he did a lot of like producing and writing for other artists. Yeah. like He did so much. I didn't realize until after he died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you got a little bit into the Mac Millers. Uh, but you're – how far – have you listened to like an Action Bronson album, or were you just listening to the features? I just listened to the features. Interesting. Did you listen to any of his on Spotify? Because you've heard his before. It just might have been what you were listening to. Okay. Or people at work, but what they listen to at work is just Action Bronson push play. So it's all his songs. They listen to my work. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Tyler that. does. Tyler, the creator. He's the jazz <laughs> kid. <laughs> Action Bronson is one of the few people that you hear his voice, and I imagined exactly what he looked like before I saw him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first heard his voice, uh, I didn't know exactly what to think, but my coworker that was playing him was like, this guy looks like you, but bigger. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. I wasn't expecting that. And I looked up a picture. I was like, yeah. I don't see it. It's like, maybe I'm Albanian. I think, well, I mean, honestly, I think I've seen more of his show than I've heard of his albums. So that's the interesting thing with him is like, I know action. I know today's action Bronson. I don't know 2012, 2013 action Bronson. Yeah. 2015 action Bronson even. I know what he's become. Yeah. Which was a smart decision. I think, in my point of view, I think well, him yeah, I mean, doubling yeah, down he, on the chef stuff and the television yeah. stuff. Well, he was a chef before mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, I'm sure you, you read all about him. So I'm just telling you stuff you already know. <laughs> but he was he was a chef before he started really rapping. Um, but uh, like the stuff on his mixtapes, most of the raps were about food, and it was like he was rapping about like. Uh, st- Dishes that I don't even know the names of. Like, he's a really fucking good chef. Yeah. But he would basically just be describing lunch during his raps and then, like, mixing that with weed references and then fucking bitches. And I'm like, cool. This is cool. I like it. That sounds exactly like if RJ was a rapper. Yeah. Drizzle with the double dutch. So, yeah. RJ, what would be, what meal would you want to rap about the most? Mm, spinach salads, I'd say. That's your go-to? Spinach salad. As far as making food. Oh, I don't make food, so yeah, yeah that's probably it. I just asked meal. Oh, okay. Well, I was yeah. thinking making food, like, no, like Action you Bronson. Can, you, can, you can rap about just eating food. Yeah, yeah, but like making the food. So I'm not much of a rapper, <laughs> so I have to have a very easy rhyme scheme. Okay, okay. So, so what's the easiest fast food restaurant so, to no, rhyme? No, no, no. So, so. Taco Bell. So, More like Taco Hell, because my ass feels I like think, a bowl of gel. I think, oh? I think I'd go with something like mac and cheese. I got the yeah. A and the E. Yeah, mac and cheese. My dick slapping my knees because it's so <laughs> big. And fluffy tiny bitches like- want to suck me. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, that was good. Okay, what else we got? <laughs> Pretzels and hummus. <laughs> Fucking oh, that that lemon hummus. Oh this yeah, is shit. So <laughs> we put broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> broccoli hummus. Uh, I don't know. You've got your first mixtape. Yeah, now we just need some beats. <laughs> I love beats. Oh, yeah. Beats with the vinegar. Put the garlic in. Suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that action? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's how you can make a hip-hop song quick. Yeah. It's just by talking about sucking your dick. Yeah. Getting your dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you can end any bar. Yeah. And so everybody's just like, oh, yeah. you know? Like, doesn't have, like, if you run out of rhymes, like, suck my fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm in here doing what a podcast he? with my friends, getting my dick sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Oh, what? I think Biggie has a line that, like, it's like, she's so fine, I'd suck her daddy's dick. <laughs> and it's like uh, for the yeah, 90s that. that's insane man that's what got him killed <laughs> <laughs> can't be saying that <laughs> he's like yeah biggie's so fucking cool and he comes out with that single like, we gotta do something about this <laughs> sucking daddy's dicks now like what happens if it's the dad been like yeah i can't yeah <laughs> i don't guy and i, I did not approve of, you of with this my daughter yeah. or you sucking my dick <laughs> no, i like ain't coming to dinner no more I like the idea that that's part of the daughter's requirement. Like, she's (laughs) saying that you have to suck my dad's dick if I'm going to (laughs) date. Fine. I'll go get coffee with you. But first, I got a job for you. I imagine she's Puerto Rican. That was my Puerto Rican accent. Yeah, it was great. Thanks. I've been been workshopping it in my truck by myself all day long. They slur a little bit more, but it's fine. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I've got to think Rosie Perez. Yeah. Was that her name? Yeah. From It Could Happen to You? That's like that's like peak Puerto Rican lady voice. Yeah. Or yeah. White Man Can't Jump. Or she never saw that. Do the right thing. 
I think. I can't remember. She was all around him. Yeah, I think she's in... I want to say she's in Do the Right Thing because I think she's she worked for Spike Lee on something and she had a sex scene that she did not want to do. Oh. And he's like, you got to do it, Rosie. <laughs> she is muy catolico. <laughs> um, all right. So the feature is full of action. Now, RJ, what do you think is my favorite song, my least favorite song, and my favorite artist? Uh, from Mike, I said favorite song three, least favorite favorite song four, favorite artist one. Song three, least favorite four, favorite artist one. Okay, okay. Now Devin, Ooh. yeah. Uh, what did you get, Mike? Oh, I gave Mike no, no, no. <laughs> uh, for Devin. I said four fa- out of five stars. It's great. I loved it. Where's my play doh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Devin, I said favorite song four. Okay. Uh, least favorite song three. Oh, so Mike and I are flip flops. And favorite song, artist two. Mm, okay. Yeah, All this right. is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, because there's already issues, RJ. There's already there's, issues. Yeah. There's already yeah. issues. Yep. I'm, you I'm said good. favorite artist too, <laughs> as if it's not one artist. Yeah. See, the way I had this was, you know, if say my favorite artist was on song four, four. would be four point three for Joey Badass. But that's you not know, his song. Seven, but that's artists not on his there. song. I know. And he said that your favorite artist is two, and. I don't know if we'll get to what that EP is. Who's 2.1, 2.2, 2. <laughs> or 2.3. It depends on what version. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even pick Action Bronson if I wanted to as my favorite artist. No, he's not yet, considered a favorite artist Yet on this mixtape is about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that while I was like choosing. I was like, well, I mean, it, how, do, how do I do this? There's like so many artists on here. But really, like, am I just going off of the... The first artist on the on the list? Because right. that's the album, so, right? Th- this is what we're going to do. Okay? okay, We're going to talk about Action Bronson. We're not going to talk about anyone else. We're just okay. going to talk about Action Bronson and the songs that Action Bronson is in. All right. Because how I envision this mix, RJ, is that it's features with Action Bronson, right? Like he's featuring yes. on a song of someone else, right? Yes. So my favorite song, least favorite song, and favorite artist is based off of the feature of Action Bronson. Yes. And my overall rating for the mix is the features of Action Bronson. Yeah. Okay. Kay. Well, uh, in, well, in that okay. case, my favorite <laughs> artist would be based not on the feature it's of Action all Bronson. Action Bronson so no. <laughs> no. Because no. my favorite artist, I can't pick. Exactly. Yeah. But. I'm keeping my original score, and I'll just explain it in the end. Okay. Not my score, but my my ranking, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Arion Arslani, better known as Action Bronson, American rapper, chef, television presenter. In 2012, he signed with Warner Brothers Records, but was later moved to Atlantic Records uh, and Vice Records. Uh, Arslani hosts a talk variety show. Uh, the Untitled Action Bronson Show, as well as the travel program, Fuck That's Delicious on Viceland. His frequent collaborators include Mayhem Lauren, The Alchemist, formerly Big Body Best, are regulars on both of his television series, a um, bunch of other people. 
Um, Arslani has also released several mixtapes, such as Rare Chandeliers, with yeah, American hip hop producer The Alchemist and Blue Chips 2 in 2013. Yeah. The longtime producer Party Supplies, before releasing his major late label debut, uh, an extended play titled Sob Stories. He's a big fan of Saab, the car manufacturer. Oh, who isn't? They're the best. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about Saab. I could talk about them for two hours. Man, you know they were an airplane company? <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, they like made all these fucking cars. You know the, the occupation that's most likely to buy a Saab? Hmm. Guess. Take a guess. Any occupation? Um, uh, dentist. RJ, what would you say? You have to speak into doctor. the microphone. <laughs> you can't say doctor. I just a dentist. Oh, the dentist's not a doctor. They are a doctor. They have a P. I mean, they have an MD in dentistry. I say, got a PhD. A pretty huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> dropping bars, son. Yeah, yeah, Connie yeah. said that. <laughs> Mac, you dropped cheese. out of school, but I still yeah. got a PhD. Mac and cheese. <laughs> um, it's architect. That architects and in architects and engineers love sobs for some reason. Oh, they're great cars. They don't well, hold their values worth a shit. But their here's cars are the thing great. about them depends on the year because Saab went back into manufacturing uh, like jet engines and all this other shit and put their car manufacturing to the wayside. Mm. And they've been producing cars under the Saab name that are made by somebody else. Like oh, the Saab 9.2X is a Subaru WRX station wagon. Sick. It, it it looks exactly the same. Yeah. But they just put the Saab badge on it and change a little funky thing on the hood. Smart. But the engine is made by somebody else. And they've done that yeah. throughout the years with various manufacturers. Makes sense. Yeah. Weird Good. company. Good for them. So it's a weird company. Are they They're Swedish weird. or... Um, I think it's German. German? German. German? Maybe it's Albanian, and that's why Action Bronson loves it. Uh, All right, so Bronson was born in Flushing, Queens, New York City, to an Albanian Muslim father and an American Jewish mother. Growing up, he had been raised in his father's Muslims, uh, Muslim tradition. Uh, he attended Bayside High School, Bayside, Queens, graduated in 2002. Was um, saved by the bell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he hosted his own online cooking show, Action in the Kitchen. After breaking his leg in the kitchen, Bronson uh, concentrated solely on his music career. So he broke his leg and was like, you know what? I need to be a rapper. <laughs> like, I use my leg to cook, man. Now, this is why, if RJ, if you had not read this, this is why you made this mix. So in August 2012, it was announced that Paul Rosenberg signed Action Bronson to management deal with Goliath Artists, which also house names such as Eminem, The Alchemist, Blink-182, and Danny Brown. Damn! <laughs> That's my next mix, damn it. Admiral? Admiral? Oh, uh, Devin, you missed the, the best artists were before that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what, what were they again? I spaced out was, when I heard some names. Eminem. Yeah. Blink-182. The Alchemist. The, Alchemist. Yeah. the Adderall Admiral, <laughs> you say? <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> Shit. Uh, in 2012, Bronson was also featured on an Odd Future uh, on Domogenesis, American Hip Hop. Or what is it? Why is this? I hate it when they do that. Featured on an odd future rapper, Domo Genesis. Just say Domo Genesis. You don't want to see, say, yeah. 
So annoying. That's so weird. Yeah. And American Hip Hop Producer, The Alchemist Collaborative, or album No Idols. That's one of the best uh, mixtapes ever. No Idols is. Is that Domo Genesis? Yeah. Or Odd Futures? It's Domo's. Because it's confusing by the article. <laughs> yeah. It's a dome. Uh, in March 2016, the program board of the George Washington University announced that Bronson would be headlining perform, performer for the university's yearly spring concert, Spring Fling. Controversy soon erupted as Bronson's song, Consensual Rape, came to light, as well as statements Bronson made that were considered homophobic, transphobic, and misogynistic. Student activist groups successfully pushed for the university to cancel the performance. In April 2016, Bronson was similarly uh, disinvited from the Trinity College Spring Weekend concert. Bronson responded in an open letter claiming that his songs depict a story and aren't meant to be anything but an artistic expression, condemned all forms of sexual violence, and offered an apology. All right. So he's a fucking cuck. He gave in. Yeah. Yeah, he should have said, I love rape. <laughs> Only consensual yeah. rape. <laughs> Only consensual rape. <laughs> I mean, actually, what is offensive by that? It's consensual <laughs> rape. You know, that's like, you should just perceive that as like uh, an oxymoron, you know? Yeah. My right? body's consensual, but my mind isn't. Okay, or Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Body, <laughs> bodies tell me yes. Uh, um, all right, so that's Action Bronson. Uh, interesting dude. He's fun on Rogan when he's been on Rogan. Um, I liked on his last Rogan appearance, he just kept on talking about hash and the, the what is the tiny little crystals called? He smokes the crystals. Oh, Keef. Keef. Keef, yes. Yeah, yeah. Talked a lot about Keef. Chief Keef. And Rogan seemed to not know what Keef was, which was interesting. Well, he's a special guy. <laughs> yeah. Spends uh, too much time researching other stupid shit. <laughs> um, has also lost a fair amount of weight recently. Looking good. Yeah. Uh, Started yeah. jujitsu, too. Oh. That's yeah. Big up. boy jujitsu. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get into here. So first track on here, we've got The Hopeless Romantic by The Alchemist featuring Action Bronson off of The Alchemist's 2018 album, Lunch Meat. Uh, it's track number three off of that album coming at two minutes and 47 seconds. Is this a feature? Mm, it's a tough one. RJ? I thought it was good enough. <laughs> if you're a guy who just makes beats, is it considered a feature? Yeah, yeah, because he's featured on his beats. Hmm. I mean, is Bruno Mars featured on that Mark Ronson Uptown Funk album? Sure. I don't know. Is he, he's a feature. Yeah. yeah. Or is it a Bruno Mars album? <laughs> well, no, no. So, okay, yeah. like, what is a feature? I know. Right. Like yeah. to me, a feature is is that. Someone who's an artist is doing a song, and they want someone to do a specific line in the song. Yeah. Right? Or not a specific line, but to do a verse or do whatever, right? Yeah. But then that gets a little gray because you've got, like, groups. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally you've got groups that are really big where not every member of the group is rapping on every song. 
So yeah. what does that mean? Does that mean yeah. when the person's not like, are they featuring sometimes? Yeah, because uh, Pro Era will do that, and Flatbush Zombies will do that on yeah. their mixtapes. And I've noticed. I mean, they don't have the mixtapes on Spotify, but I've noticed Spotify has been labeling the artists especially for like flatbush zombies that are in the songs and i'm like you don't need to label the artists because they're a member of the group that this album is under like suppose they're a member of flatbush zombies but for some reason you're putting michi darko in there mm-hmm. when he's already a member like of is that just zombies. to tell me who he's which one's rapping yeah on the track like or singing yeah which do seems they do like that? just too much information do they do that for like wu-tang I don't know because they're not. There are some Wu Tang songs where Ghostface Killer is separate, where it's like Wu Tang, and then there's Ghostface Killer, and I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah, why is that like that? Yeah, is Ghostface featuring in a Wu Tang song? Maybe. maybe what if Ghostface leaves Wu Tang and then comes back for a feature? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just weird with the like with the beat maker thing, making an album, and then having. You know, 12 tracks, and each track has a different featured rapper on it. But that's not like, so I've taken a couple of deep dives into The Alchemist, and that's not what he does. He'll just have like yeah. 10 to 15 songs on an album, and then like two of them have people on it. Yeah, and I'm exactly. Like, I don't know if that's a feature, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, technically it is. It's like, what? Like, it's his album, and people are featured on it. Yeah, if he's the artist making the song, then he's like, I if he had another DJ on there. You know, producing a, a different part of the beat would that be a feature? Ooh, good point. Right? Yeah. Because I think like if he came on and like you know literally like said just kind of made the beat for somebody. Like if Kanye West made a beat for Jay Z, it's not going to be Jay Z featuring Kanye West. It'll be like this is Jay Z rapping his song. But if you look into the yeah. notes, you go, oh, that beat was made by Kanye West. Yeah. Or versus Kanye West making an album that Jay Z hops on. Conversely, say like. Uh, the Action Bronson makes an acapella album <laughs> and then has a song with the Alchemist featured on it with a beat. Yeah. I guess technically. Is that a feature? Yeah. Or did he just make a complete song? Or I think that's that be, what we're looking at. It I think that'd be a remix. Yeah. Because yeah. acapella is the yeah. original. And then. Because that's what I'm looking at. Like, I look at Ash, or, uh, Alchemist's albums and I'm like, they're not complete songs. They're just beats, the way Mad Lib puts shit out. Yeah. You know, and uh, like uh, Jay Dilla put shit out. And mm-hmm. it's a whole other thing. Yeah, so, a whole other thing. Yeah, so I and don't y- look for rapping on those albums, so it's weird when it does show up. Yeah, because and I'm they looking have for musicians that come in and play music that they will, like, play an original piece to sample in there, too. Like, yeah, Terrace Martin yeah. will play something on a trumpet, and they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to use that in the song. But Terrace yeah. Martin isn't a feature on the song. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of the songwriting. He just gets songwriting credit. Credit. Yeah. Exactly. He's not a featured musician. Yeah. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I really think it's like, it's like producer's credits. You know, like yeah. fucking like Sylvester Stallone could be a producer on any movie that he's in. And doesn't mean Hell he yeah. did one piece of producing. He just yeah. wanted his name on there. Well, you know. he could have he could have given them money because that goes into producing for yeah. movies. And but he also could have been uh, he could have said to them, "Hey, how about you change this line to this?" And then he's a producer. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like some of those producers credits you see, it's like a full page of producers. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. I see what happened here. It's like <laughs> somebody just wanted a producer credit on their IMDb. Yeah. So I love the alchemist, but yeah. from me creating mixes and I have like alchemist and mixes that I have not used yet. His stuff on his solo stuff is incredibly hard to incorporate into other people's stuff. I don't Ooh, know yeah. if that makes sense to you because this has like a, an opening song to the mix. It's a great song to show off action Bronson, mm-hmm. but it is, so alienating to the rest of the songs on the mix to me because Mm -hmm. it's so distinctly the alchemist. So like I've tried to make mixes before where like I put an alchemist song in there and I'm like, this only works with other alchemist songs. Yeah. Cause it sounds so like off putting because he's using, he has like literally his own tone of like how he creates music. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with like Mad Lib and Jay Dilla. Like they're, albums on their own are their beats but, yeah but there's something different about them than when they work with another artist yeah but even yeah. madlib i've i've listened to some of madlib stuff that's just a solo stuff and even that can get incorporated into something mm-hmm. like the alchemist to me because he uses fucking quotes from movies and just like random shit it's like yeah. it's so specific that it is so hard to like be a part of other music yeah so, yeah. RJ, I like this song. I, th- I think this is a great song. Mm-hmm. Would I put this song anywhere else in the mix? I don't know because it's The Alchemist and it's it sounds so specific that I don't know if I would put it anywhere else. And I think the song is a great showing off of Action Bronson. No. I don't know if it's a feature. That's just my – the feature side is just me. That's just a Michael thing. Mm. But I think it's a great <laughs> way to show off Action Bronson. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I do have thoughts on the placement of it. Uh, not initially, though. Yeah. Um, like, I agree with everything it's you're saying. Like the fucking end of it. You're like, how's what? Where am I supposed to put this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't really have a reorganization. I'll, we'll get to it later. But yeah. um, I didn't have any thoughts on the placement of it at first. I just recognized that it was different than the rest and i was okay with it uh until like song three and then right. probably three or four like probably halfway four. probably four yeah and then the, on the second listen i was like well the, there's like different styles in here but a lot of them are gravitating towards one central style that doesn't incorporate alchemist mm-hmm. so i i think there is a way to fit it in there um, but initially I, I didn't, I was like, yeah, this is a nice mellow opening track. Like, this is cool. Yeah. says action Bronson doing what he does best. It like allows him to showcase his style. And it's also alchemist just doing, doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's crazy about the alchemist mm. is in 2020, he had for albums that either were his albums or albums that he worked on. He had five albums. Oh, wow. And since then, he's already, I believe he has a second coming on the way for 2021. Wow. He's insane. He's. I mean, didn't they put out Fetty and 
the other one, Alfredo, in the same year? No, that was 2018, 2020. Oh, it's 2018. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I just found out about it last year. Fatty's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, RJ, talk to me about this song. So I don't listen to The Alchemist much. I've heard stuff. <laughs> um, kind of heard it, and I was like, I like the song, but I feel like it's too short. Yeah. And I wanted it longer, but I was like, That's I kind of like it. stuff. Yeah, I, I was skimming through his stuff. I was like, all right, I, I kind of, you know, he makes beats. Get it. I got it. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, all right, I like this as an intro, but I, I like as soon as I'm like, ah, yeah, it's getting good, it's like over. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. Yeah. I was like, Action Bronson, he's there. I like this as a, like a song. I was like, I want to put this on first. Yeah. Would this be a collaboration? What's the difference between a collaboration and a feature? I think a collaboration could work here. I don't think rappers do collaborations. Like yeah. with we don't do that pussy shit. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think features like a legality thing. Like you got to get paid. Yeah, if you right. feature, but collaborations like yeah, we did this together. Like with Dr. Dre and Eminem, is Dr. Dre featuring on Eminem songs mm, or is he yeah. collaborating? He's well, featured. because he's making the shit too. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, every time they they did featured. Oh, they so did. Like, yeah. I would say like a collaboration is like uh, Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs because they did a whole you know albums together. Yeah. And but at Gibbs. the same time, fucking Action Bronson did that with Alchemist on Rare Chandeliers. Yeah, he's done. And that was an action Alchemist. And yeah, and that was an Action Bronson mixtape. Yeah. And he did that with Party Supplies on the next one, and that was an Action Bronson mixtape. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing. Maybe we just sound so <laughs> dumb that somebody's like, that's like, what a mixtape is. I bet you it's a pr- all these yeah. guys are mostly white. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know me. Um, yeah. Love the Alchemist. Uh, love Action Bronson on the song. I think Action Bronson, I think I said uh, last week at the end of the episode, that when he's working with the right producers, I love him. When he's mm-hmm. not, I'm not that interested. Do you know who the producers are on like Mr. Wonderful or Sob Stories? No. Or Well Done? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't remember. if I, I don't think it was Alchemist, though. It didn't sound like it for sure on those no, first no. two. Well Done, maybe? No, I don't but, think so. uh, yeah, something changed. And I have a feeling it was it had a lot to do with the uh, the production of it. Yeah. All right, so moving on, we've got Nick's Remix by, this is how Spotify labels this. Okay, RJ? Yeah. Okay. By Freddie Gibbs, Mad Lib, Action Bronson, Joey Badass, Ransom. Yeah. Off of Nick's Remix, which is an EP from 2014 by the hip-hop duo Mad Gibbs. Okay. So... This is upsetting. <laughs> so, so they separated Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib on this, but it was released mm-hmm. as Mad Gibbs. So you said RJ, you said Devin's favorite artist would be number two. So are you saying it's Mad okay. Gibbs, RJ? Okay, <laughs> okay, it's not Mad Gibbs. They, when they released the album that this is the remixes of, it was the Pinata album. Yeah. It was Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, but this is before Pinata. This before is before Pinata. Yeah, Pinata is twenty fifteen. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Let me double check. 
No, it's be, it, this is after. This is after. No, Pinata was like 2012. No, it's not that old. Uh, maybe it's not. But Pinata, I mean, oh, these Pinata are the remixes. Pinata is 2014. Okay, so, so this had to have been this. after though, because this is a song from Pinata that's remixed. Right. But maybe it's first made on the CP. And then they but made it's it. It's the on remix. <laughs> you can't make a remix before the original comes out. That's some R. Kelly shit. And we'll not stand for this R. Kelly shit anymore. It's upsetting to me. Yeah, this has like an instrumental on it from it. Yeah. I, I don't even know the point of this remix. So I'm Mad Gibbs. <laughs> Yeah, so RJ. Nick's remix. Is his favorite artist Mad Gibbs or is it Freddie Gibbs? I think it's Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Better answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn, it was 2014 Pinata came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's another. There's a BJ of the Chicago Kid on this. Um, Yeah. So. Freddie Gibbs, interesting guy, right? Pretty funny. He has a movie that's being shown at a festival this weekend. That's his uh, debut mm. acting. I believe he's the star mm. of the movie. It's pretty exciting. Is he doing Juice? Yeah, Juice 2. Under yeah. the Juice. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you this. <laughs> I found out that O.J. Simpson used to have a prank show called Juiced. <laughs> yeah. And it is a real thing, and it was a pay per view event, <laughs> like back in two thousand six. I don't think it exists anywhere right now, but it was like uncensored, mm-hmm. and like it all like it's it doesn't make sense. Apparently, one of the the pranks is basically they set up a hotel lobby, and like this customer comes down, and the lobby or the hotel is like oh, you got all these, like, extra charges, and the guy's like, what? This is crazy. And, like, the guy doesn't know what's going on, you know, the guy that rented the room. Mm -hmm. And the prank is that O.J. Simpson is sitting in a chair in the lobby wearing an Elvis costume. (laughs) And then he takes it off and is like, you just got juiced. (laughs) And then everybody's like, oh, that's crazy. And nobody's like, what the fuck does getting juiced mean? Like, are you going to murder me right now? Because that's what I associate with getting juiced. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, like yeah. Ashton Kutcher's. You're getting punked. Yeah, yeah. Or Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, you getting Kennedied. <laughs> I'd love it if he said that when he pranked people. Uh, um, you just got Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is early Freddie Gibbs, which on uh, the Domo Genesis No Idols, uh, you have another, you have more early Freddie Gibbs now. Uh, friend Sean Myers, friend of the show Sean Myers, um, he uh, he doesn't understand why when people talk about the goat, they don't include Freddie Gibbs, and his reasoning is because every one of his albums to him is good, and he continues to get better, which I agree. Oh yeah, because I would say that I don't really like Freddie. Like even this is bordering, but like Pinata before Pinata, I don't love Freddie Gibbs. He's of the time and he's yeah. not unique. Mm-hmm. And then there's something about after he starts working with Mad Lib and then going forward in his career that like he's 100 percent he's amazing he's so good. yes 
I agree. Like there was, um, uh, like it was when Pinata came out that I noticed him. And I don't know how many, like maybe people that were really into hip hop knew about him mm-hmm. at the time and were big fans. Like, I don't know the state of hip hop before 2014. Yeah. So maybe he was like a major guy, but the guy that, uh, the guy that told me about him back in like 2013 or 2014, it was, he was like new to him too, but he heard him like featured on songs and liked his features, but he was really into hip hop and never went back and listened to his albums. Mm-hmm. But everything after Pinata has just been getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard a few, a few of his older songs that I did like. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I feel d- like he does that style of, uh, what do you call it? Drill rap. Yeah. Because like a lot of the older stuff is just about selling cocaine and Hell robbing yeah. people. Hell yeah. Which is just incriminating. And I mean, his whole appearance on Rogan was very incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this is a. I really like the song. It's a good song. Um, I like everyone on the song. Um, now, when it comes to in in the mix itself, right? And we're thinking about Action Bronson, and we're thinking about his features on this track. I like his feature, but it doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. if that makes any sense yeah freddie gibbs matters and honestly yep. joey badass matters because his feature yeah. on it is pretty good yeah um so i would so rj why'd you pick this song um i think it was one of those i just kind of was scrolling through his appears on section and i was just like oh there's that freddie gibbs guy and you listen to him too <laughs> so i started playing some songs and i and like i I went to his discography and I was like, all right. And then I was like, I think I saw him featured on the Action Bronson thing. So I listened to that song and I was like, okay, I like this song. So I added it. All right. RJ, or I mean, Devin, how do you feel towards this song? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the album Pinata. I'm just going to talk about the album Pinata for this. <laughs> uh, great album. This one falls in song number 10. And it's a great song with just Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. No, um, I I liked the song, but it, it like had a weird feel to it, and yeah. I don't, it was quieter and it sounded quieter. way different, and really threw me off every time I heard it, and it sounded like a bootleg copy of it. Mm, yeah, so I didn't like that. I did like Joey Badass, and I like I like Action Bronson in general, but I don't even remember him on the song. Yeah, so no. I don't know I don't know what that is because I feel like him and Madlib would be great together. I don't know if they've ever worked together besides this, but I feel like that would be a good match. I think the song is long too. I think that's what it's four minutes and forty eight seconds. Like yeah, it's just one of the shorter ones on the yeah. mix. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it, he just kind of gets lost and like just. So, yeah, you know, I'll talk about this again on track number four. But he just kind of gets <laughs> lost yeah. in lost this in the long shuffle. song. Yeah. Well, I think the problem with this one is it's a Freddie Gibbs song that's remixed because yeah. this song already existed. And yeah. then they're like, let's cut pieces out of it and then add other verses of other people in there, which is kind of a weird thing to do. Like, I know they do it to stuff, but they also like changed up the beat a little bit. Yeah. So it already had like the melody and the rhyme scheme of a Freddie Gibbs song. And it wasn't a collaboration at all with these guys. No. Like, it was already made. And they came in 
and inserted themselves into it. Whereas like features, like other features, are a collaboration of sorts. Especially like uh, the example of like To Pimp a Butterfly's album with all of those features. Those features had like ultimate control over the entirety of the song. Right. You know, like the the songwriters, like the musicians, the session players had control over how the song went. He's like, I'll give you a general idea and you just go from there and we're going to record that. You know, so that was a collaborative process. If they take a Tip Butterfly song and just splice in Action Bronson, (laughs) it's going to be weird as shit. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's what put me off about it because I already knew the song too. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, so it's like when Jay Z and Linkin Park did their collaboration. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. 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 Which was legendary. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So moving on from next remix, we've got Five Wagon by ha- Mayhem Lauren uh, with a producer, Beats Dude, Harry Fraud, uh, with Action Bronson featuring off of Glass from 2018. It's track number four, coming at two <sighs> minutes and 20 seconds. Um, so RJ, I don't know how deep you went in with this track, but, uh, Action Bronson and Mayhem, they have collaborated a ton. Um, like, uh, I don't know how many Mayhem albums that Action Bronson is on multiple tracks, but it's a lot. Um, He's on that, the Fuck That's Delicious show. Yeah. Like, Big Body Best was his right-hand man until Mayhem Lauren took over. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Harry Fraud, I don't know if Harry Fraud worked with Mayhem before this album. I don't think so. I think he had only he was only really working with Currency. And I think it's 2018 when, because before he became like Harry Fraud, the La Musica, the Harry Fraud, or the Harry Frog, depending on if Future's Twittering. But, um, the Harry Frog? Yeah, there's like a Future thing where, I think it was Future where he tweeted something. It was <laughs> funny. Um, but, um... But that that little bit was not in any of his songs, and then it's around. I don't know if it's this album or if it's a currency album where he started like just putting that in, and then uh, going forward, that's in every one of his songs. So if you listen to any Harry Fraud album, that is in there, whether it's at the beginning or the end, but it's there. Just like the uh, what was that Put guy's that up name? On Rod TNT. Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, somebody else does that too. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, yeah, mean, it's DJ, weird. DJ Khaled does it. <laughs> it's like a trademark thing. Oh, uh, some of the Stones Throw guys did that. Huh. Fuck, what was that? D, uh, Static Selecta yeah. does that. You just hear Static Selecta at, oh, like, yeah. towards the beginning of tons of their songs. Right. Yeah. Which is cool. It gets a little yeah. old sometimes, but yes, it's cool. Especially when it's like that Rod Wave album. Yeah. And it's like, it's your album. Like, <laughs> just put your name on the album. We'll yeah. listen to it. You know, it's like if you listen to it like out of order, or, like, you, yeah. you, you hear part of the song. It's like, are you not going to put out every song as a single? Just do it on the single. People <laughs> will only listen to the single based on the way people listen to music nowadays. And they'll know your name from that. And then you yeah. can fuck off with the rest of it for the album. <laughs> but just in case. <sighs> another it. one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they have collaborated a ton on stuff. Um, I, to me, he has some better collaborations than this song, but I will say that this song it's short and sweet, it's two minutes and twenty seconds. And for there's when you listen to this mix multiple times, to me this song stands out 
as the song that Action Bronson and Mayhem know what they're doing with each other. I don't know if that makes any sense, but his feature feels more like a collaboration. I don't know if that makes any sense. That is in my notes. Oh, nice. Yes, I 100% agree. I feel like this was him in his natural element. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it was his zone for this. Like, it could have been an Action Bronson song or yeah. a Mayhem Lorenz song. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought this was the best representation, especially of old Action Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was separated pretty well. Like, I mean, obviously the other ones have more artists, but it seemed more feature-heavy in this one. This was, like, a good example of a feature. You know, we have the first one where he's the only person making mouth noises, <laughs> you know. Then the second one, which is spliced in there, and then songs after this, he's, like, jumbled in there somewhere. Right. You know. So this was a good example of, like, this is, I mean, this is a collaboration, I guess. Yeah. A feature. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they've just worked so much with each other that it just it works really well. Yeah. 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 Like it yeah, it's like really listening well. to like Wu Tang Clan. Like all of those guys play off each other, mm-hmm. you know, because you have other groups like Flatbush Zombies does that sometimes. Where it's uh, or Brockhampton has done it in a couple songs where they have such a wide variety of sounds in all of their voices that I don't like when they put a couple of them together like back to back. But sometimes they do a really good job of like separating them and like really showing the variety of the group. And like, this was like that, like there's just two very different people whose styles blend well together. Yeah. You know, like Ghostface and ODB. Now, RJ, did you listen to more of this dude or are you familiar I listened with to them? like, uh, I wasn't familiarized with this stuff. Uh, I listened to maybe like six, seven songs or something like that off the album. That I would I assume that you of. would like him. Oh, I, from what I heard, I was like, I, I enjoy this. I yeah. do like it. I liked it a lot. I just, I was like, I like the beats. I like the presentation of everything put together. And I was like, okay, I could, I see myself listening to more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this album's pretty decent. Um, I want to say he might have came out with a new one or maybe just a new single. Um, but yeah, I like this album. It's pretty good. I like the album cover. It's good. Yeah, I never listened to his stuff before. Yeah. I, I knew who he was from the show. And uh, I don't know if I, maybe I listened to a song before and I was like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But this song made me want to go check out more of his stuff. Also, Harry Fraud, I was like kind of interested in as a producer because like the beat is cool. I love the beat. He's super interesting. Like I have a mix of all Harry Fraud songs and like he, like you can like pick them out to where there's a consistency to them like The Alchemist. But then there's, like, Larry June's last album. It's all over the place. Like, he has a just straight-up, like, G-Funk West Coast song, even though I don't think Larry June's a West Coast guy. But, like, he's just he's just super interesting as a producer to me. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I got to look into both of them more. Yeah. This made me want to listen to them. Yeah, the, he, a uh, song, I think it's just a single. I would highly recommend it. It's a, it's a Smoke Dizzo song. That's a, a newer song. That's like, oh, it's so good. Is it on his album, Smoke Dizza? No, it's a it's a single that just just came a out single a couple okay. months ago. Yeah, because I listened to uh, I 
forgot the name of the album, but it's one of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Smoked his album, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Oh, I got to look that up. Yeah. All right, moving on here. We've got One Train by Ace Rocky with a lot of other people. <laughs> we've got Kendrick Lamar, Joey Badass, Yellow Wolf, Danny Brown, Action Bronson. Big Crit. Crit. <laughs> off of uh, Long Live ASAP. Uh, it's from 2013. Um, track number nine, six minutes and 12 seconds. Um, yeah, so the song features a lot of them. It says, Rocky described the meaning behind the song, saying, I wanted to make a posse cut that felt like an original 90s underground track. And I didn't have to tell anyone what to do. He also said he took it upon himself to feature all the people who I respect as artists of my generation. Rocky wanted to make sure that the track turned out perfectly, so he pieced it together himself, determining the order of every feature. He also said his favorite verse in the song is Crits. The song's title is a reference to New York City's number one subway line. Rocky elaborated, saying, When you think about New York, you think about things like the subway, and I needed to bring it back to that essence, he said. But when I'm rapping and mentioning anything is better than that one train, it's the truth, he also said. I was just thinking of each artist as a different train stop. And when you hear that beat, it just brings me back to like, well, for me, it brings me back to being at the bus stop or being on the train early in the morning, cold, mad at life on the way to school late. Uh, I'm showing up third period and that's the one train. Anything is better than the one train. Um, In 2012, the song leaked, um, which is pretty cool that that happened. Um, but yeah, so I fucking, I, so I love this song. Okay. I love this song and it's because of his description of it is exactly what I like from nineties groups. Like when you, when you think about Wu Tang, you think yeah. of a song like this, right? I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. I think of a song like this of the way the features come in. Mm-hmm. Now, I like the song because of that. I do not like Kendrick Lamar's verse on it. Yeah. I think it's a like I don't know what was happening with him when he was on this song because it doesn't even really sound like Kendrick. It doesn't even no. sound like old Kendrick. It's like weird. Yeah. Action Bronson's Bizarro Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Action Bronson's is like fine. Honestly, like I'm not even a huge Danny Brown fan and he's like my favorite verse on it, which yeah, I yeah. don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Danny Brown <laughs> <laughs> means in the concept of this. So like yeah. I struggle with this track because it's like to me it's not a good representation for Action Bronson or Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> but yeah. I like the idea behind it and like the feeling behind it, I guess. I like the idea, but I would say if you're trying to make a song based on different train stops in New York, I wouldn't pick two Southern rappers and an Albanian because <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I would pick He's from New York rap. Big Crit? No. Uh, actually. The other guy? Oh, oh yeah. No, I know. I know, but... I mean, actually, oh, yeah, Austin, yeah, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Compton on the one train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, there are good examples of this in modern music. Like, Pro Era does stuff like this. Like, yeah. the collectives do stuff like this. 
way better. They do ciphers. Like, they record them on mixtapes, and they're way better. Like, the beat on this was not ASAP Rocky beat no. worthy. It was like, well, it's buy so- this from SoundCloud for 25 bucks beat. <laughs> yeah. Like, it I mean, it's like on it, Fruity Loops. Yeah, it sounds like a simple beat that is just interluded, like, over and over again, like an old 90s beat would be. Yeah, but without the good hip-hop style of the 90s. Yeah, that's You true. know? It's like you take, like, the the shittiest parts of what they're making in music today and just amplify that. Mm, you yeah. know, like, like ASAP Rocky's stuff is very simple. It's this song, but it's layered with, like, chorus and reverb and yeah. ethereal oh, samples. Boom, boom, boom. Like, that's what makes ASAP Rocky beats cool. Yeah. But he just took all the cool shit away was like, oh, I'm just going to keep my beats the same <laughs> without the effects. And that's hip-hop. That's 90s hip-hop, apparently. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. Like, listen to the first... Like, listen to the first song on this. Listen the first three songs on this mixtape are better examples of 90s hip-hop style beats <laughs> than this beat. Like, yeah, maybe it the, doesn't work. The, I ignore the beat because of how many people are featured on it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you hear that monster song from Kanye. It's like, you, just, yeah. you don't care about the beat. You're just like, fuck yeah, let's do this. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. At one point in the song, I was like, I was like, that's so weird. They got Eminem on this song. And it's so weird that I hate him so much more. And he's so much more annoying. I was like, this is an Eminem. I looked it up. Yellow Wolf. Yeah. Fucking hate Yellow Wolf. <laughs> Can't do it. And Big Crit was my least favorite part of this. Yeah, me too. Like, I've tried to get in Big Crit. People have said that I would like him. I do not. I will not. <laughs> it is over. So, RJ, walk, walk us through your thought process on this song. But I do like the song. <laughs> uh, I think the beat was fantastic. I liked it. <laughs> No, think about it. You take him out. You throw Eminem. This is an Eminem. Hell yeah! Oh, and true. I was like, this is a hundred percent my alley. Um, and I was like, I liked it. I liked the features on there. Yellow Wolf couldn't didn't need to show up. It um, was. Uh, I, I was like, why are you on here? It's weird. It's, it's a weird addition. Okay, okay. It's like one of right? those. It's like, hey, friends, you guys want to rap on one of my G Golly Good Old songs? And they're like, yeah. And then Yellow Wolf shows up, and he's like, fuck, who let him in? And yeah. It's like, yeah. Fine, hop on on, buddy. It's like the little brother. It's like, mom said I could come too. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, fine. go ahead, yeah, go ahead. So then he just kind of rapped on there. I was like, Yellow Wolf, he has style, but you know. He Honest, has Eminem style. He does apparently. He might him. I think he's a. I think he's a Alabama. Yeah, I think so. I think he met referenced Alabama or Arkansas. Sweet home Alabama. Sweet home Arkansas. But uh, yeah, I really like the song. Um, I think uh, for the most part, most of the people did a decent job. Yeah, Bill a okay. white dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his like his verse sounded exactly like an Eminem verse. Yeah. The way he was like just didn't have like the whininess. It had a southern drawl. And I was like, ah, all right. I thought what I didn't like about Eminem was the whininess, but I guess it's there's something more to it. Like could you see him collaborating with like Tech Nine? I mean Yellow Tech Wolf Nine would collaborate Eminem? with Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf <laughs> wouldn't collaborate with Tech Nine. <laughs> He is above that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I could see that. Casey Mo. 
Who got the motherfucking house on lock? Eminem did a song with Tech Nine. Not Eminem. It's Einstein Tech Nine. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did a song with uh, Tech Nine. Who keep it sizzling? Who keep Where it hot? They try to rap really fast around each other. Oh, but Tech Nine blew him out of the water. <laughs> Until Twista came in and broke the world record. <laughs> All right. So moving on from there, we've got Red Dot Music by Mac Miller featuring actor Bronson off of watching movies with the sound off in 2013. It's track number nine on the album coming out at six minutes and seven seconds. The album title is derived from Mac Miller's habit of making music in the studio while watching films on mute. Uh, when speaking on the album, Miller said that it was very introspective and very personal. So it's kind of throwing it all out there and seeing what happens. Um, yeah, so I love Mac Miller, um, mostly because of where his career was going. Um, yeah. I want to say his last two albums don't have, like, any features on it. Like, it's just him. And those are my favorite two albums that I've heard from him, especially well, Circles. I, th- I think those two were made posthumously, so he... Right didn't have a chance to actually collaborate. And they yeah, but didn't do you, what they did with that second song, just insert fucking people in there. No, but he out has, of respect. He has older <laughs> albums that have no features on it either. Yeah. So I think yeah. it, I think it was he was moving in a certain direction that that's just the similar to like Drake. Like you yeah. just a lot of times now you'll just get a Drake out well not now cuz scary stories is like full of stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, circles and swimming, they're both great. I love them both. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, um, but yeah. So this song, I actually, so I don't really care too much about older Mac Miller. Um, I don't mind this album. He has a couple songs here and there that I don't mind. Um, but as far as like full albums, I don't really care too much about his older stuff. I like his the most recent stuff that he was putting out. Um, but I do like this song, and it's because of. It's honestly because of Action Bronson. Like, mm. the reason why I like the song is because I think Action Bronson makes the song better. Man, you're all over the place today. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think that's the point. Like, when I think about a feature, I think about who's ever featuring is making the song better. Yeah. And for me, on this song, I like, he makes the song better for me. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a good feature by him. I, yeah, I think it was like the same thing as the Mahon Lorenz song, yeah. but in a different way. Mm, like yeah. it was a good uh, a good contrast, but in a very different direction. You know, like Mac Miller has that uh, slow style and a very sing songy style, and Action Bronson is like higher registered, like yelling in a way. Yeah, and like gruffer vocals, like sharper vocals. I guess it's al- it almost comes off as like uh, Big Brother, Little Brother. For some reason, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and I think that's why I like it. Yeah, yeah, I love this that album. Like the I forgot the name of it. Sound soundtrack for the blind. Watching movies with the sound off. Watching movies with the sound off. What is oh soundtracks for the blind is a Swans album. Uh, (laughs) Very different. You know, Swans featured on that Mac Miller song. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it must be (laughs) for twelve minutes. Um. Yeah, this album is. I like it just through and through, like all or all the way through this album. Yeah, so good. I haven't. I think I've listened to a few songs off the newer Mac Miller ones, and I've I listened to one of his other older ones that I really like too. But I got into him really late, like within the past couple of years. Yeah, like 
I just saw him a lot of places. And I was like, all right, fine. Maybe I should finally listen to this. Because like, I think this one and another album were being regarded as like top albums, like top hip-hop albums of our generation. Yeah. I was like, all right, all I should be aware of them. And ended up really liking it. And I was surprised. I thought it was going to be like an Eminem type thing. Well, that's what's crazy is contextually, like, that's the, one of the reasons why I took a, a couple months ago and I took a dive on Mac Miller. Like, it's so interesting to look at the state of music during this time. And to see when you listen to this album, it is so contrasting. It's like Kendrick's Good City or yeah, Good Kid. Sorry. Good, yeah. It's like that where it's like contextually in 2012 when that album came out, it's like what else was out there in 2012? Yeah, but maybe some odd future stuff, and that's it. <laughs> like it, it, it feels like a time capsule of music, really like defining what's happening in that time, but not comparing it to all the other music that's happening. Yeah, you know, it seems like the highlight of music at that time, but it it does feel like it is of that time. At this, like, I don't feel like this is a current album, but I feel like this is the best of what what is it, was it twenty twelve. 2010, whatever that year, it's the best that that year had to offer, you know. For this album, for this Mac yeah. Miller, it's 2013. 2013, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was surprised that I liked um, the entire album, and yeah, I, li- I liked the song. I even didn't mind the whole thing at the end, like yeah. the whole uh, acapella, po- Def Jam poetry, mm-hmm. slam poetry, slam poetry, I, I yeah. <laughs> Because what yeah. years is, yeah, Watch the Throne would have been like 2011. But at this time, you still have like, I guess Lupe Fiasco is probably pretty big. He's not really, I don't think he was really ever big. Who's the biggest in 2013? What's the? Mac uh, Miller. Best rap album of 2013 Grammy nominations. So this, so, okay, you've got Kendrick Lamar, of course. Uh, okay, so you've got so it's like right on the cru- cusp, mm. right? So you've got Drake, nothing was the same. You got Yeezus, and then mm. you've got The Heist by Macklemore. <laughs> what? That's a rap album? <laughs> I literally threw open my mouth. <laughs> it's got the I'm gonna put some dirt. Oh, okay. I changed my mind then. <laughs> if it has that song, you didn't tell me that. Mm, I didn't. Uh, now you know. Uh, yeah, the year earlier, twenty twelve, is bizarre because I guess this would have been maybe twenty. I don't know how the Grammys work, but you've got Nas, Life Is Good. You've got Undone from the Roots. You've got Food and Liquor Two by Lupe Fiasco. You've got God Forgives Rick Ross. You've got Based on a True Story from Two Chains. Like from twenty twelve to twenty thirteen, it is dramatic, dramatically different. Dramatically different. What you know? Happened? You know why? I'm going to tell you this, and neither one of you are going to like it. Eminem came out with re- Recovered Relapse the third. <laughs> this is the ending of Eminem. Before this, it was all Encore, Slim Shady LP. So every year, he won. Oh, so we and had B-E and A-E, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before M and after M. <laughs> so then after M, it's like, all right, no M and other, who Who else can we get a Grammy to? And this guy's like, I'm going to pop some dead. Are you white? <laughs> You white. Oh, that's true. <laughs> They're just throwing it at whatever white you kid they could. Yeah. yeah, and then after 2013, it's like just Drake, like for Grammy stuff. It's like mostly just Yeah. Drake. Because it was uh, 2010 Eminem's Encore, and then his whole like, you know, finding, like passing out in the bathroom, overdosing stuff happened. 
And then he didn't come I out. You were about to say passing the baton. I'm like, who did Eminem <laughs> pass the baton to? And then the next album he, he came out was, uh, I think, 2013. So it's like after his rehab and everything that he did. And so to, like at the end of 2013. Did he passed out in the bathroom? Ooh, in 2014, though, you got the Marshall Mathers LP2. Yeah, that, that's when he came out with his, like, hey, I'm sober now. Okay, so he, he's notoriously, <laughs> like, addicted to Vicodin, right? Yeah. Did he pass out in a bathroom because he hadn't taken a shit for, like, five days and he was just pushing out a big I mean, one? I don't know the details. Uh-huh. I heard he was on pills. I'd, from listen, I'd listen to an album about that. <laughs> so constipated. I'm trying to pass that giant shit. I but it's from the perspective of the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck in the butthole. I'm full of fucking pills. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. But yeah, so uh this this Mac Miller album, I do respect it because of when you listen to it, it doesn't sound like it again, it sounds like the changing of like the era to where we are now, to the odd futures, the ASAP mobs, the, the whole thing that was happening afterwards. Um but yeah, RJ, how'd you you like this album? Did you listen to this album? Yes. Uh, well, I listened to his, I think, I, well, his first four albums. But okay. I think I skipped that one that we talked about. Uh, but just going into him, and I was just, well, first off, everyone talked about him, and I was always like, he just sounds like an lazy, like, hey, these are my words, and I'm going to rap them. And this is this, and this, and this, and that. I was like, that sounds boring. Like, I don't, I don't care. That's currency. And then everybody like went through that, and I was just like, they're talking about him. I'm like, I've heard like ten songs by him. They all sound the same. He sounds lazy, and he's on pills. I don't care. It's like you know, you, you ain't Eminem. He ain't Eminem. Eminem is the rap god. He's fast. Go did fast. He, they didn't know he was on pills at the time. Know, he sounds like he does. I think they found out when he died. But uh, it, he just sounds very, very like I was bored of him without even listening to him, and then. Even the coworkers at my work were like talking about him, and I was just like, "Oh, when's the new Mac Miller coming out?" And they're like, "RJ, that's insensitive." And I was like, "I'm insensitive, sensitive." So, hey, uh, no, there's a new single that just came out. Yeah, relevant question. Yeah, I so think Ty Dolla on it. Take that, youths. Yeah. So, literally, I was like, "All right, I will give a listen" because everyone talks about him. So I started from his first album, and I was like, "All right, I don't hate it." I was like, I, I enjoyed that. And I listened to the next one. I was like, all right, I see. Okay. He's not a bad artist. And then I got to like the this one, and I was just like, I, I like what he's doing. I, I like the direction he's going in. I, I like the, the feel of it. And then I heard the song, and then I was like, ooh, I want to do an Action Bronson theme one. So then I was just like, I really like the song. The song was fantastic. The album was good. Um, I love the beat. I love the action on this. The guy at the end was just like phenomenal. He's not talking. Just going to clear that up with everybody. It was, it was a rap. I mean, isn't rap talking? No, because that's that's talking. No, but rap's talking, but talking isn't rap. Yes. Right? He, he, right? He was rapping, talking. Is singing talking? No. It's I would, not? RJ, I hope you listen, or I hope you get to, or just jump to his last one, Circles, because I think that you would love that. Oh, I will, I'm going to go through the rest okay, of it. I'm just going to cool. go through the rest of his discography, because I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah. He's, he's good. No, it's I, fantastic. I, I think he was on the way to becoming great. I, yeah. The I whole, am bummed out that, yeah. that he passed away. So, definitely like him more than Lil Peep, but you know. Oh, no, no, no. So, somebody at my work, and I was like, all right, I kind of get 
the direction and like what he's doing. And it's like, I see a potential in here to the guy that listens to action Bronson, the one at my work. And I was like, if you told me these are artists you need to listen to that have passed away that are influential, like, would you say Mac Miller? He's like, yes, I would say Mac Miller. I was like, would you say little peep or any of those other people that died? And he's like, no, don't waste your time on them. So I was like, cool. Thank you. You, if you're talking about, Artists who have died who were influential, Lil Peep is in that discussion because he was literally like the biggest name in that style of hip hop. So like in that style of hip hop, I know none of us listen to it. It's fucking huge. It still is huge. But is it going to last or is it going to be fucking pop punk? You know? know, I don't know. bro. Yeah. He said, don't waste my time. He's like, Mac Miller listened to Mac Miller's phenomenal. He's like, but don't listen to any other ones. They're not worth it. Yeah. I've tried listening to more of that music and it's like Lil Peep does stand out because it's like Ghostman. Like Ghostman fucking stands out because most of it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like Lil B was like that for a while where he was like a weird anomaly and people would listen to him. (laughs) Yeah, but he was fucking huge. Yeah. And like he had his moment and then people just kind of was like, okay, yeah, I guess we we don't like this, but we... We liked it at first because it was in some way a protest to modern rap. But then we realized this guy's just probably mentally ill and doesn't know how to rap. So <laughs> yeah. I don't want to listen to him. Yeah. Um, it's like Bismarcky. Right. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Get behind that piano. You got what I need. You got what I need. To take it to the Oh, baby. I believe he's in Men in Black 2. I think he's in Men in Black 2. Yeah, he's one of the aliens at the post office who's speaking. And then he has a box. he's like, (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the, uh, uh, it was a segment on a kid's TV show called like Beats with Biz, where he teaches you how to make, he teaches you how to beatbox. He's like, okay, kids, today we're going to learn how to beatbox. And it's making sounds with your mouth. First, we go like this. <laughs> and then like, we're going to do... We're going to do this. <laughs> and that's it. It's like, oh, that's how you make your beats? Yeah. How'd you learn to play the piano? How'd you drive here? I'm worried about you. Somebody drove me. <laughs> Looks like Walmart lost a greeter. <laughs> uh, all right. So, RJ, you thought that my favorite song was three. My least favorite is four. And my favorite artist is one. So, my in the context of context. being a great feature of Action Bronson that makes a song better, my favorite song on this is five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My least favorite is four. Four. Mm-hmm. Because it's the worst representation of Action Bronson in a feature. <laughs> kind of blends yeah. in with all the others. I don't know about the worst. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then my favorite artist on here is Freddie Gibbs. I'm not going to count the alchemist. <laughs> Yes. 
Well, that would be weird because then you would just be like, I love Alchemist albums. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't. I like the stuff that he produces Which on. I've listened to them. I don't listen to them more than once because I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, my favorite song is five. Least favorite is four. Favorite artist, Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> okay. Devin? My favorite song you said was four. four. <laughs> my favorite song is one. Hell yeah. My least favorite you said was three. Three? Three? That was almost my favorite song. Number three. But my least favorite is number two. Oh, interesting. Oh, because, okay, yeah. My favorite artist? What'd you say? Two. Favorite artist is two. Hell yeah. But also my least favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused by it myself, but I was being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, RJ, here's the thing. Okay. I made my own version of this mix. <laughs> Ooh. Because if you if you go deeper, if you go deep into the Action Bronson featuring, you get some fucking gems, bro. You get a Wu-Tang song. You get, I like Boldy James, right? Boldy James! He's all right. You get a Smoke Dizza song with Action Bronson. Smoke Dizza. You get a, just a straight-up Joey Badass song with Action Bronson. Joey Badass! And then I like West Side Gun. He's not for everyone, but he's never heard of him. Yeah. But so I have my own version of this mix, which I think is great. Wait, what Joey Badass song does he feature on? Run Up On Ya. It's a bonus track. A bone? What? On what? Um, <laughs> it's on the, uh, uh, with the numbers. Ri- it's the bone uh, It's track. the Before Das. Before the Ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on that one. What? Yeah, it's a bonus track on it. I know, you gotta go deep. Oh, you can, that's you too deep. You can't go to the... Stupid Spotify list that they have. You got to go on to Wikipedia and you got to find this shit. I've listened to Before the Ass <laughs> so many times and I've never heard that fucking song. You don't listen to the deluxe edition. Apparently not. <laughs> Is this one of those like secret tracks where you have to like fast forward 13 minutes into the last song and it's like at the end or of like that? Corn falls a minute and a half. Yeah. Start no, from it's 13. just on the album. It's the last song or it's second to last song on there. I never on Spotify. Heard <laughs> I don't believe you. Listen to this Boldy song. Yeah, it's flushing. Hell yeah. That's, That's Action Bronson. Hell yeah. Which yes. that song's from like 2012. Yes. And I think the Wu-Tang song is older, too. This is from 2011, this feature on this Wu-Tang song. So this is, like, when he's, like, just becoming Action Bronson. Yeah, uh, yeah I I got to look it up. Um, Here, I'll just send it to you so you can listen. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. So um, I like Action Bronson mostly when he features... Um, I thought that uh, it's, it's kind of how I was saying last week where it's like the first three 
I think are great for Action Bronson. The back two are interesting. Um, I don't know if I personally just like the Mac Miller song because I think it makes the song better. I don't know if it's a great representation of them. Um, yeah. So RJ, I'm going to give you a three point eight. Okay, I like three point eight. Yeah, I think if you had found this Wu Tang song, I would have given you like a four point four. Because Wu Tang song is fucking fire. <laughs> I'm curious about that one. Yeah, I gotta hear that one, and I gotta hear this fucking Joey Badass song. Apparently, <laughs> all right. Listen to this. This is original action, Bronson. It's 2012 era. Oh yeah. Straight up. Ooh, I like this beat. Party Splash. This is great. Ooh, yeah. What's this off of? Blue Chips 2. Oh. Yeah, Blue Chips 2. And Rare Chandeliers are the albums to listen to, or the mixtapes to listen to. They are probably on Dapiff. So they got to be on Dapiff. I was trying to log into Spinrilla, but I forgot my password. But it's on YouTube. So good, so good. Um, I will rate this as a (laughs) consensually. Consensual. Doing the signs of the hands. This is consensual rate. His hands are. He's he's reaching up. All right. He's he's waving his hands around, interweaving them. I'm conjuring. Oh yes. I've been watching Loki. He can conjure. (laughs) I don't think he does it with his hands. You're being an airbender right now. Is that an airbender? That's a Hadouken. (laughs) Um. RJ, what is it? RJ, you would just be. He gave me a four. Okay. Four and a five. <laughs> just, just flying around. Yeah. Aren't you? What's that? <laughs> that? That's a one. Yeah. Which one is it? It's the middle one. The middle one. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I give you a one. Which yeah. one? The middle one. <laughs> so my dude. Oh, we're back here. We're yeah, rapping. I was rapping again. Yeah. Sorry. Get lost in the bars. Yeah. Are you gave him a four point one? No. Just, which one did you? You know what? I will because I flipped you off. Yeah, I'll you give did, you the extra did. one. I feel okay. bad about it now. <laughs> Yeah. And then he told me to suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> All right, 4.2. That's at least a 5 or like 4.9. 4, 4.5 if I finish. <laughs> what happens if I finish? I'm not swallowing. <laughs> if you I'll, finish and it's I'll, a 3.5. I'll swish it around in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> but I'm yeah. giving it right back. Just for the camera. <laughs> or just snowball, snowball it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you do Angry Dragon, but only this once. <laughs> Uh, RJ, what are you giving yourself? I gave myself a 4.3. Nice. All right. It was like 4.31, but so, I was just rounded down. Yeah, we all got a, we got a nice cluster every time. We I, guess, I was like, I like these. Um, you know, I think it did span different variations of stuff he was on. And, you know, Yellow Wolf, don't know why he's there, but. Don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Could have done without him. Oh, what I was going to say about the ordering, and I don't have like an actual official reordering for it but what i noticed listening to it back to back is the mac miller song going back into the first song worked Ooh. really well interesting oh i always had it i had it on autoplay so it went to yeah it works really well because danny he, brown after that he does that def jam shit at the end mm-hmm. or the spoken word stuff the slam poetry 
and then it goes into like this smooth yeah uh, alchemist beat and it worked really well that makes so sense. i was like oh i like this but then when i got to the second song it fell apart so i was like you can bury the second song in there somewhere else and put those two together and just, it would sound really cool the reason why i organized it was just <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> or mayhem loren like yeah starting with mayhem loren and maybe like third mac miller fourth alchemist and end with asap rocky you know, because every time I've heard one of those cipher songs on an album or a mixtape, it's been at the end. Hmm. Like Pro Era, uh, Pro Era has like a 14 minute cipher with, I think, 16 different artists on it at the end of one of their albums, and it's amazing. Huh. I uh, organized it from least to fa- most favorite. <laughs> least favorite to your most favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. All right. <laughs> Um. Yeah. All right. What you got? What you got next week? RJ. Yes. Can I? Can I talk to you over here for a second? I'm over here. Right, I'm just gonna go over here real quick. Yeah. <laughs> just you and I. Let's let's you and I have a chat. Okay. All right. Let's talk. So, there's a guy oh. named Devil. Oh uh-huh. my God! There's an earthquake. <laughs> 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 He's not listening. He he should be listening. No, Make no, sure he, he listens in on this conversation. Oh, okay. I'll listen. You're not I won't contribute. I won't contribute. <laughs> Microphone away. This is a uh, what is it? Uh, Chips and <laughs> wait the the concert. <laughs> <laughs> this is a chips and beans conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want my haggis? <laughs> All right, RJ, 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 RJ. So there's this dude named Devin. That now, when you think of Devin, and you think of his musical taste, right? Yeah, dick sucking Devin. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Okay. Think about like the Venn diagram of Devin's musical taste and your musical taste. Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think it overlaps with what you love in music and what Devin loves in music? So, okay, so th- there are some times where Devin's like, check this out. I'm like, Arr. and then he's like, check this out. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, this is my least favorite song. And I'm like, All right, that's cool. That's my favorite song. And he's like, yeah, we're never going to play this again. Off limit. <laughs> I was like, but have you heard this new blink? He's like, just go away. <laughs> so what, what would you say percentage wise? Like percentage. Uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff because I know Devin does a whole bunch of. Are you bad at math? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> terrible. <laughs> uh, so he does this thing where he's just like, check out this new artist, and I was like, yeah, I've never heard of them, but I was like, that's different, and I do appreciate that. So the, there is probably like forty percent. That's a good number. Forty percent of stuff that I'm like, I could be interested in that. What do you versus think, the Devin? other sixty? It's just weird. He's not listening. What does he think? Ask him. Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> what do you think is I'm the? Here. Do you think it's forty percent of the Venn diagram of you and RJ's? I'd say forty percent of what I've shown him. <laughs> but that is a good answer. <laughs> but because he, he knows he what I doesn't like. know what lies beneath. <laughs> you no. only see the tip of the ice. He says the same thing when he gets into a robe in the morning and walks out of the kitchen. He's like, you've only seen the eyes, bro. Yeah, you, know, you know. You don't want to go to the depths below. <laughs> and he talks to the actor. Find out what lurks beneath the water. And he like he does this thing where he turns off the lights and like, kind of crouches like a crab. <laughs> yeah. 
put my robe over my head. You just see my eyes. This is just the tip of the balls just hanging down. Just the tip of the iceberg. His dog just stares at me like, I know, I, I sleep with them. You will not go 40 fathoms deep with me. Now, RJ, have you ever thought about what it's like to listen to music as Devin? Um, I don't know if I've thought about that. I I, feel, I just picture like a giant like empty space, and he's just like, I need to find something in here that grabs my attention. Empty space, okay, okay. Now Devin's tried to explain to us before. Some oh, I'm of his never gonna get taste. it. Never. And uh, how his brain works in, in the context of jazz. Okay. Yeah, he's he's tried to explain to us how. Okay. Real quick, him. can I say on Tuesday, song three was my favorite, and today, song one was my favorite. <laughs> See, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. Now, RJ, I like, I've been very much enjoying for the last, like, six months or so, finding new music. Right? Mm-hmm. And I guess I just wanted to find new music through Devin's eyes. Okay, so, RJ, I'm going to give you the title of this, okay? title of this is wait let me double check let me double check on this title <laughs> let me double check why isn't it if it's a long title you already win it's, it's a long title <laughs> all right okay it's a whole new world from devon's magic carpet ride Ooh, okay. steppenwolf on there now what does that make you think of aladdin are you ready to be Jasmine? <laughs> well, I can I be, the, be your Prince of Thieves? <laughs> can I be the monkey? I want to be the monkey. You want to be a boo? You're not even on the magic carpet. I'm you could have at least be the magic carpet. No, I have bananas, bananas. <laughs> you got that Jafar ass mustache, though, man. <laughs> you ever think about that? You I walk around with that yeah. cobra staff. Uh, can, <laughs> Oh, can't you do got one of them staffs, man? I've seen it. Can you imagine listening again? How big of a flex that would be if you walked around with that cobra staff? Oh man, <laughs> Woo. you wouldn't have to do shit at work. You just walk in with that, be like, "Do you fucking see this? You seen Aladdin? Get like, off my back." You go somewhere and they're like, "Your total's like sixteen thirty nine. I'm like, "Is it?" And they're like, "No, it was free." I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm sorry, sir. I didn't see the staff." Now, RJ. The songs on here, the artists on here, and Devin could know all of them. Devin could know none of them. I don't know. He it's, gets excited sometimes if he doesn't know. It's not music that I normally go out of my way to listen to. Mm-hmm. But I found some gems that I really enjoyed. And I don't know if Devin will like any of them. He may hate all of them. Yeah, I may have misinterpreted my Magic Carpet ride. His his last mix was uh, One Hit Wonders. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't think he liked any of the songs on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, so there's some there's some things in this mix that requires uh, the understanding of Devin, I feel like. Okay. So I'm going to send this to you guys. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, RJ, for the length of this mix. <gasps> Thank you. okay oh my god the first one i'm like i was gonna say that but i was like nah he wouldn't put that on there 
But you did. But you did. Now, okay. I, it's wait. There's a live song on here. There's a, there's a live song. On here. All right. All right. It's 36 minutes, RJ. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Love that song. So I, I don't even say that, and I notice that, that like a couple days from now, it'd be like, oh, fuck. oh okay, it may be a nine-minute live song. I don't know, RJ. Did you know it takes me literally the time that I usually listen to the mixes twelve minutes to get to work, and that's usually the amount of time that I listen to like mixes. I have to go back and forth to work now. You're oh, about man. to get lost, RJ. Oh, okay. I get I listen to this, and I'm just gone i'm yes. lost in uh, uh a sunrise you know what i mean man okay. this is weed or mushrooms i could do anything with this mix i could do anyone or anything oh yeah, yeah. now we're getting into devon's <laughs> <laughs> now uh devon do you know more than the first guy i know or two first people oh. i know the third oh, okay but i don't remember where or why I'm surprised you don't know four, honestly. Uh, Were they in something else that I might know? Well, four and three have an 18-minute instrumental song that I almost put on here, RJ. Mm -hmm. But I decided to keep, we got to have the words. I decided to keep the words, to keep the the time down. Because I could have had an 18-minute instrumental song. I mean, I'm so excited about all this. (laughs) 36 minutes does not bother me whatsoever. (laughs) RJ, I, I'm sorry. I hope you enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Um, it's some variety of different sounds. I can't tell you all the different sounds that's in here. Um, but, I mean, like, we know Devin likes jazz. We know he likes... Yeah. Where Are they Moroccan? Yeah, uh, no. No? They're somewhere. No, they're uh, Sub-Saharan African. <laughs> I don't know exactly where they're We from. know he likes sub-Saharan African music. <laughs> and he likes Funkadelic, so he likes some funk. Oh, oh he does. Man. He's funky. Oh, I'm excited about this. He made, like, I, some weird acid rock. I, I, I had a mix like this that I was embarrassed to give to you guys, and I deleted <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so curious. You're... You're... Oh. Yeah, I I personally love this mix, RJ, because again, I can I can work out to this mix. I can draw. I can just walk. I can do dishes. Like I can do anything to this mix because it again, it's just like it's thirty six minutes. So like you're out there, you're far out yeah. there. <laughs> I just lost I, in it. I read about that fourth. I read the bio for that fourth artist, and there's another artist that I listened to that sounds exactly like what they're describing like finger style guitarist uh, he is insane i've been listening to his stuff cool. i'm just like i don't i don't i didn't know that you existed today yes yeah i need more of that <laughs> i already know, i have the mixtape ready that i'm doing next week i have it i have it ready it's perfect You like that, Arjay? Mm. It's very soothing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no structure to this. I love it. 
do like weird sounds coming from people's voices that you can't understand. <laughs> so, I don't know if you're going to play this at work, RJ, but <laughs> you should. It's going to make people, it's going to make you feel something. Oh, yeah. I got to play this guy. It's a whole new world on this magic carpet ride, RJ, so you better strap the fuck in. Strap on. (laughs) Strap it on. I don't want you just dangling off the sides, RJ. I want Mm. you in it with us. Oh, yeah, get on. (laughs) It should be adventure, though. Plop it in. I'm intrigued. I don't know what what you... I don't know what you're going to like, RJ, honestly. Like, when I think about your favorite song and least favorite... who knows? Yeah. You got a nine minute funk song on here, bro. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think Archie's even gonna know. <laughs> you got this a fucking is... weird ass country dude. I don't even know what to call him. He's talking about fucking picking things off the tree, like fucking what's his face? Picking apples off trees, the family guy. Picking you know. apple, put it in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. So but. um this is that guitar guy. I just love the tone of this song. It's just so, like, atmospheric sounding. That's cool. But, and it's like... Six minutes, six and a half minutes long. Riley Walker, this dude seems like he's just like into math rock and just jazz and maybe Dave Matthews. I don't know. Like, I'm just so confused listening to his songs. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, it's like listening to like Tara Mellos or something. It's like, it's like, what, what's, what's going on here? I don't, oh. I don't know what's going on here. Well, part of the bio, it says, um, Floating spiritual pop that traced lines between Burt Chanch, Van Morrison, and somehow even the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, does it? Walker's love of DMB was highlighted in his dark interpretations of their songs on the 2018 covers album, The Lily White Sessions. Holy shit. I got that from just listening to his Cover album, The Lily White Sessions, which I will listen to (laughs) immediately. They do ants marching. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy because I just got that from listening to him. Like, I did not know that at all. Mm. That's awesome. All right. So I'm on the right track here with this magic carpet. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like you're doing a good job. Yeah, we'll see. He's literally licking his lips right now. (laughs) I did. I did. I found a playlist with Dr. Dog on it. I'm a big Dr. Dog fan. (laughs) Jenny Lewis is on there, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Ooh, Krangle Bean. <laughs> I love a Krangle Bean. Yeah, you'll have to let me know how to pronounce the third person. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. Krangle Bean is a white Thai funk band. <laughs> And they're doing this album with the 
Southern soul artist Leon Bridges. Oh, I love that. Dude, I have a whole it's my shit. I have a whole separate mix that's just songs and artists that I found that's just called This Is Devin. <sighs> and there's like, I don't know, I've got twenty five songs on here. I've got this band <sighs> called Squid that I found. And I'm just like, this sounds like Devin. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that and see if I like if I've heard them all or if they're all new. This is Squid. But just wait. I'm already in. <laughs> this song phasers? is eight minutes and three seconds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like swims. I'm going to skip to him singing. How have I never heard these guys before? Dude, I'm telling you, I went on a dive. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got fucking the Soul Jazz Orchestra on here. I've got <laughs> Hypnotic Brass Ensemble. I've got fucking Ooh. all sorts of shit on here. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty good. Have you heard of the <sighs> Besnard Lakes? I've seen that name. I never listened to him because it sounded like uh, it's, it reminded me of... Um, I don't know, some like uh, dude bitch band that I used to hate. Uh, Lake Street, not Lake Street Dive. I actually like them. I yeah. almost made it on the mix. Hmm. But I decided to go for a live nine minute funk song, you know, as you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you heard the band Daughters? Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to them the other day and I was like, it almost made it on a mix that I'm making. And I was like, I'm not like a huge fan. I like it, mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. But it's just not. It's a different. It's a different vein than the stuff that I like. But yeah, again, yeah. like I, I like. I've been enjoying finding new music, and I. I don't. I can't remember who it was that I heard. It might have been the first people on here, but I was like, oh, that sounds like Devin. I think he's maybe mentioned them before. And then <laughs> the more that you listen to like some of this music or some of the these artists that are out here, you like you you can find stuff that you like. You can find stuff that you enjoy. The first band, their song Tarhata Zed, they <laughs> rolls they off have, the tongue. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> their guitar style is insane, and they uh, they're all self taught and like super Muslim. They did an NPR Tiny Desk concert in like their full. Um, I forgot what you call it. Garb. Yeah, but it's like. Like they're, I, I can't remember where they're from, but it seems like they live in the desert and like the clothes are out of necessity. Mm, and yeah. then they go to like Seattle, wherever NPR's <laughs> offices are. They're like, just in case the desert shows up, we're still wearing this. <laughs> but uh, they like the dude's fingers. You see, like if you watch a live video of him playing, there's something insane about the way his fingers move, and you can tell that he wasn't taught guitar and he just learned it. And they used to distribute their music through uh sim cards on cell phones (laughs) like that was the only way they had to record it is through an old samsung like flip phone 
and then it recorded on the SIM card and then passed that around to people and they can download it to their phone. Get awesome. ready for a lot of talk like this next week. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot more about Saab Automobile Corporation. <laughs> I'm already practicing what yeah. I'm saying. Ready? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. is going to fall asleep next week. I, I'm, really, I'm really interested what you're going to like out of this, RJ. Because I think that you'll like stuff. I don't know what it'll be. No idea. I'm already picturing it. There's the things with the drums that went bump, bump, jam. And I was like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, he! Every time he hears some sort of jazz, he's always like perked up. He's but like interested. Is, like in it. ethereal jazz. I don't even know what that yeah. is, bro. Like what? I like you. You're gonna have to help me out with this. Like what? What is going on in some of these songs? Because they sound like acid rock, but they also sound like funk bands. But they also psychedelic sound jazz. Psychedelic jazz. I don't know. Sure, yeah. you tell me, bro. I mean, if you carpet. call it psychedelic jazz, you can play any style of music you want. <laughs> and it falls under that umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, five Song Mixtape. Uh, you can find the mixes themselves on Spotify. Find us on Instagram on Spotify. You just got to search Five Song Mixtape, all one word. Um, yeah, I'm excited to go on this magic carpet ride with you guys. Find me on OnlyFans, Standing 69 Instructionals. <laughs> on a solo, carpet. yeah, solo Standing 9 Instructionals. For now, you know, if you give me enough money, I might be able to buy one of them mail order brides. You know? <laughs> we'll get a new one going. Yeah, we'll see. 